Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Go. I almost hit stop just so you wouldn't. That was my clack. It was like. I don't like it. Is that going to sound great in your headphones later yeah. when you're editing this? Yeah. Clack. One more. Clack. Oh. <laughs> you know what? That's going to get me too. I'm going to I'm going to remember that, that you did it all. <laughs> Welcome to the Feeny Call. Angry. Where I'm going to start a new segment on the Feeny Call. It's going to be a secret segment though that none of you will ever get to hear except for Megan. <laughs> and it's called Scholars Clapping in the Microphone. No, so that I have no. To edit that's it specific. I, w- I was thinking more broadly. It would just be like Skylar makes for annoying editing. <laughs> Great. <laughs> when you edit an episode of our podcast, of the like a hundred percent of the stuff you cut, what percentage of that is mine and what percentage of that is yours? I'd say it's like 40, 60. 40 on my end, 60 on yours. Because you also do that a lot. <laughs> I have to cut that out a lot. <laughs> well, now, you have, now you have to keep that in for this one. I know. Now, now they now, have to know. Now they have to know. I just do, I, I trip over my words more than you do. And I also say, um, I think more than you do. Okay. We say, um, pretty equally. Sure. But I might say it a little more than you do. I have a lot of dad noises though. You like grumble? <clears throat> oh yeah. That's... <sighs> The clearing yes. your voice, <laughs> the clearing your throat doesn't bother me as much as the sniffing does. Okay, so well, it's cold sniff. in this fucking I know, city. It is cold and in this city. It's very cold. It's flu season. That feels like that's like a recently specific thing. I don't oh, think that's persistent. No, no, no. Like me, like oh, sniffling, sniffing thing. That's probably true. That feels like that's on your mind because that may be true of the last several ones you've edited. That's but like true. for the almost year in which we've been doing this, I don't think that it's been. That's weird. True. We've been doing this. It's almost, almost been a year. Isn't that crazy? Next month. Yeah, we started recording at the end of March. In the end of March 2019. Mm, we might have started recording at the beginning of April, actually. We sat down and had a conversation about it around. We this talked time about last it year. in March, I think. Yeah. Because it was right when I quit my job. We recorded the promo and the pilot on Monday, March eleventh. Oh. So we're coming up on a we're year. We're coming up on a year, you guys. That was when we recorded our pilot. And then we recorded every Monday after that for several... Well, no, we for, got a bunch of them done at once, We though. We front-loaded pretty well. I guess we should get into it, huh? Anyway. <laughs> my first note. I'm not kidding. We're talking about season two, episode 23. Uh, it's titled Home. It is the last episode of season two. Season finale, baby. So here we are. All right. Megan's on the recap. We got 30 seconds on the clock. And no, wait. No, wait. We. Wait, what happened in this episode? Okay, it's fine. Whatever. So Sean's been living with the Matthews for three weeks. He's getting restless. He leaves uh, one night and gets caught by the cops. Shows up at Turner's place when he's in the middle of a conversation with Kat. And um, Turner... Oh my God, what happens in this episode? They have a conversation. Sean um, is getting restless of staying. So Turner extends an invite that he can stay with him. But I think that might happen later in the episode. I just watched (laughs) it this morning. Anyway, Eric's studying for the SATs and going crazy. Feeney tells him he'll give him the three secrets to the SATs. Time. He helps him in his garden. What happened in this episode? I, I'm getting them confused oh, with the last episode. My brain went. He goes Sean, over to Turner's Sean and falls Sean shows asleep. up. No, he doesn't show. Go to the cop brings him. The cop brings him. The cop brings him to Turner's, 
and he told the cop that he's staying there and then cat leaves and Sean's like, thanks for covering for me. The Matthews would have yelled at me. And Turner's like, oh, they would have yelled at you like this, huh? Yes, and that's right. then he yells at him and Sean tries to leave. And Turner's like, someone actually gives a shit about you. And not really. but And then they both like sit on the couch for yeah. a second. And Sean's like, you need some help with girls? And Turner's like, what, what do you know? And he's like, what do you want to know? And they're like, dip it in and in and And then they segue into the next scene. Uh, what? <laughs> that was like the weird what? like jazzy rock theme they play for the transitions right. yeah that one <laughs> and then Turner brings Sean back to the Matthews to the Matthews yeah in the morning though yeah yeah he yeah. stays at Turner's he, well he had called the Matthews the Ma- yeah and said yeah, because Corey comes downstairs and tries to lie to his parents, and they're like, yeah, no, we already know, bitch. And then <laughs> Turner comes in with Sean, and the boys go upstairs, and they talk to Turner, and then Chet calls, mm-hmm. and Sean overhears it, yep. and, and then he's tries like, no to run out the way. He's like, ugh, I'm dramatic! Oh, my God. And runs the most and, dramatic. The most dramatic. And the runs and jumps out a window, and yep. Turner's like, I'll give you a place to live mm-hmm. and a window to crawl out of. So I wasn't wrong. You were close. I just was very general. You just got really like frazzled in the middle of it. Yeah, I totally, I got the two episodes confused. And I was like, he doesn't fall asleep at his place in this one. What happens? Yeah, that's okay. There's also the whole metaphor with the dog. Yes. The stray dog that's crying at the moon. And, yeah. Well, you know. I do come bearing good news. My trivia or my fun fact, I should say, for this week is this is the last episode that we ever see Jason. Thank God. Yep. It's the last episode. But it is also the last episode where we see this Morgan. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. She comes back in season four. This is where we say goodbye to Lily Nixay. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's her last episode. Hmm. So, RIP. She's not dead. Rip She's to these dead. two. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. I should uh, say that. They're I don't know what her career is alive. like. Jason Marsden's had a very successful career otherwise. She's doing some live theater in LA right oh, now. Good I for think her. She's into improv as well, but I could be wrong about that. Anyway, Lily, yeah. come on the show. Prove me wrong. Mm, tell me. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> tell me what you're doing, what you're up to. What did mm. you learn? This episode feels like it's a, it's an interesting, like it's a responsibility episode in many ways. Really feels like it's actually maybe, like it's about Sean. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking at like who learns something in this episode that we can, that we can go with, it's Turner. Turner's the one who learns something here. And that he, he is searching for something in his life and feels like it doesn't have much... What I think the takeaway is that everybody needs something uh, to care more about than themselves. Yeah. And that it's hard to live a meaningful life when it's not full of meaning. Mm-hmm. And that you're you're just looking out for you and, you know, you got to find something to give some meaning to your life. No one's going to make your life meaningful for you. You have to make some choices to do that mm-hmm. so and that i think that's true for sean too like sean has to make a choice to to pursue something meaningful mm-hmm. or or something kind of vapid and relating to that stray dog and everything and what he what he and Corey both see in this stray dog is you know it's interesting mm-hmm. yeah and clearly product of their circumstance upbringing. and upbringing so yeah what about you yeah, I was, I'm kind of in the same ballpark of like the whole meaning, but mine was more specifically like, I think we as people crave connection mm. specifically to other people and Absolutely. we thrive on it. And so 
it's about finding that connection even in circumstances when it seems like you are rejecting it or don't need it. Yeah. For like Sean. Right. When he's like, I don't need anybody, blah, blah, blah. He's so sure that he can take on this life by Uh himself, but he he can't and he shouldn't and he shouldn't have to. Right. Because, I mean, we're such social mammals Mm -hmm. and that is what arguably has allowed us to become the dominant species on this planet. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, you need you need some verifiable, meaningful connections with other humans Mm -hmm. to make it worth something. Yeah. It was a good uh, uh, season finale. I was like, series finale. No, it's so, it's sweet. You know, even like getting down to that last conversation with Corey and Sean there about like, what's it like being a house trained dog? And that whole, you know, little idea there is fun. But yeah, I think it's a big growth episode for for a lot of people here. Mm -hmm. We see a lot of growth for Sean and Turner. I don't love. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I don't. I, I don't. No. 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 Fuck it. All right. I don't love the arrangement Turner puts out. Okay. And that is, Sean's like, "You're not my dad." And Turner's like, "I'm not, not trying, trying to, to be. be." He's like, "You can't tell me what to do." He's like, "I'm just giving you a roof to live under and a ha- and a window to climb out of." Hmm. And I'm like, "Seems very loose." Seems a little loose. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, are you taking him in to provide... Like, And he's like, somebody... Like, you can't tell me what to do. And he says, like, somebody's got it. And, like, I just... I watched it and I felt unclear by the end of it what the arrangement was. Yeah. All that was clear was that Sean was going to live at Turner's. It was not clear to me, like, is Sean... Is Turner in charge of Sean? Right, yeah. Or can Sean continue... Or... Like, does he get a key and come and go and do whatever he wants? Like, where are we at? Like, who's setting the rules for this child? Mm-hmm who has committed a felony before. Like. Yeah. I mean, on the plus side, at least Sean's not like paying Turner rent or anything. So Turner has the capability of going, when you live at my house, you need to abide by my rules. Which I think like ultimately, I think that's kind of where we get. Mm-hmm. I think we see that in the next season. But Oh, for sure. Just like based on the language they set up here. It's very. He's like, it's a roof and it's a, a window. Area. And I'm like. You should, yeah. I guess he's like, he says to Chet, he says like, I'm going to go square things up with your dad. Yeah. Because that's what the responsible adult type would do. And then I hope there's another conversation where you're like, some house rules, you know? Yeah. I'll give you a key. I expect you to be in your bed by 9.30, mm-hmm. 10 o'clock, you know, like, I, you be know. Be home by this time, yeah. Like, you don't have to be lights out, but at least be home by this time. Right, right, right. You know, something. Something. Well, yeah. and then, you know, it's all fucking weird and dicey that we spend the whole Sean spends the whole summer living with Turner. Mm-hmm. And then I remember there's a plot later about, like, Turner adopting Sean. Yes. That comes up later in season three about adoption yep. papers. Well, and also the Matthews offer to adopt Sean at one point, yeah. don't they? Well, yeah, but that's, like, Way that's more point. that's that's more of, like, a... That's, like, when Sean finds out that Verna wasn't his biological mm, mother. Right, right, right. Uh, and, and he like doesn't and he's drinking and everything and all yeah. that but I'm thinking more specifically from like a legal perspective no one's like hey yeah. this strange single 30 something year old man is living with one of his students now <laughs> and like I, yeah I don't no one's like maybe we should call social services yep. I'm on- despite it being poorly run there is a whole section of the government dedicated to these kinds of children yeah, I'm. A, I'm. I, when I was younger, I was like, 
yeah, that's so nice of Turner. Take it in, whatever. <laughs> of course, because you're rooting for that and you don't see, you're not an adult right. and you can't see. And the, now you're like, every adult in this situation made the wrong call. Yeah, and yeah, I'm on Feeny's side of this now. I think like it's great for Turner to be like a figure in Jean's life mm-hmm. of some significance, but he probably shouldn't live there. Yeah, no, I don't think that's smart. So anyway, kicking off from the uh, top of this episode... I just, my first note, look, in all caps, men, two exclamation points, men. What is that in reference Because Turner to? brings that, he brings that brown bag for Kat and like, pa- has like a panic attack that she left one thing at his apartment. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. What do you, what do you think was in you the bag? What do you think chill. was in the bag? I think it was, she said, leave it there for next time. So yeah. part of me is thinking maybe like, maybe a razor for uh-huh. maybe a tampon but maybe also a pair of underwear. So I think like, it's funny, right? Cause like, I think the original, not the original, but like the immediate implication mm-hmm. feels like it's underwear. Then it was when she said like, oh, I have others. Just leave it there for next time. Yes. Like that, that still kind of feels like it's about underwear, but then like, I, he's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't, he says like, if I start wearing it, so like it, all the so, joke yeah. feels like it's about underwear. Yeah. But at some points it was like, I don't know. Is it a toothbrush? Yeah. Like, is it a razor? Like, yeah, and then I think. But then he says, "Like underwear. I'll be concerned yes. if I start wearing it." Wearing it, yeah. So then in that case, I feel like it has to be underwear. But that also feels weird. Like the first thing that you leave at a guy's place is not under. It's a toothbrush. You don't leave underwear first thing at a guy's house when you start spending a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. Which this is very ballsy for a kids' show to be like. By the way, I stayed the night at my boyfriend's place. This is a regular occurrence for me. That's true. So that's pretty ballsy for Boy Meets World to go there, especially since they're so like anti that later on when Topanga's like, no, we're not having sex before we get married. Yeah, but we've talked about how sexual this show is. Yeah, it's very, yeah. yeah. It makes a lot of that. Oh God, but he just like panics. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. He's, he, it's just such a stereotypical like, mid-twenties white guy thing where he can't commit to his girlfriend and like he's like in his 30s her. though he's in his 30s oh my god that's even worse oh god right doesn't she how say emotionally later emotionally stinted is Jonathan that he can't commit to a woman in his 30s I, I mean that is that is truly what they want us to feel but here's the oh, they this do is, that's where they and this is the bullshit thing about this show and the bullshit thing about Turner is the fact that he's like I can't like he can't make a commitment to this woman but he can make a commitment to this kid which is a way bigger commitment. Like, a way bigger... And I don't know if he just really doesn't like Kat. That he really doesn't want to get into a relationship with her. Which is a whole other thing. But, like, the fact that he's, like, so sidestepping the whole, like, emotional commitment thing. He just wants to make a commitment to another person in a fatherly se- What is... What's going on? What is your deal? I don't know. What? Why, why are men... Well, I mean, that's, like, that's his arc for this episode. I think the scene with the ba- the bag and the scene with them on the couch is all a part of getting him to the place at which he makes this choice that Kat's telling him all these things he's not seeing he's not like he, he's not doing it he's not committing and and then she, like she walks yeah, basically good for her. you know like after that scene where the cop brings Sean home like she kind of gives the indication that like they're they're kind of done mm-hmm. and that I think like is what pushes Turner to be like she's right I need to commit to something. I'm not disagreeing that, like, he's a piece of shit. Yes, I just don't understand. <laughs> Towards her. God, I, ugh. I mean, whatever. whatever. No, 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 you've got a whole... 
You got everything. A whole rant. But this whole thing, like this whole episode is clearly written by a man because they're on the couch and she's like, I could see us getting married and having kids and blah, blah, blah. And like the way that she's saying it all is just like how I picture a guy retelling this story to another one of his guy friends. That it probably didn't actually happen that way. Right. But it's just like guys are so sensitive when it comes to those things. Then she says something about like, he says something about, oh, he says I could look into the, your eyes forever. And that's when she goes on her whole tangent. Mm-hmm. He's like, you take the, you take a compliment worse than any woman I've ever met. And I'm like, I, I just. And you want to be like, fuck you. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. Don't offer a compliment if it's not sincere, bitch. Am I like way off base? I don't think you're way off base. Okay. I think you're passionate about it, yeah. which is fine. I think, I, I think there is a case to be made for the series of events and the way they're presenting Turner that make the moment at which he chooses to do, like it it provides clarity to for why, why he chooses to take in Sean. But us. that's the wrong decision too. Interesting. Yeah. That's a wrong decision. Yeah. Oh my God. Turner's stupid. <laughs> I, think, I was so pro Turner at the beginning of the season and I'm like fucking idiot. I think that the scenes, the those scenes with Kat provide the context enough to answer the question of like why would this fully grown man with a life of his own bring in this child and the answer is that like he doesn't have a fulfilling life of his own and he's searching for it and he's not finding it with cat apparently apparently which like sucks for their relationship but like that's also fine he doesn't have to find it with her he doesn't i just hate the conversation that they have i know you do so written by a man i know but from like a a, like stripping away like a lot of the words and making a little bit more of like the nuts and bolts of it it does feel like it contextually gives him where he needs to be poorly written well poorly written and also the again the decision that he makes at the end a rash decision decision. not a great one at the end either so i don't understand like did are we supposed to think that this is a good idea i think we oh yeah no i I mean oh i don't know about that but i think that like the intended audience was supposed to be here for it and that's probably what's what's tripping me up the most is the fact that like i think they really like yes you're right that was an entire setup for the decision that he makes to commit to Sean at the end and commit to being his pseudo parent for the time being. Well, and we learn that's not a good decision. I'm like, what the fuck? We learn from what Turner says to Sean that Turner also must've had like a difficult childhood Mm -hmm. of, of with some sense of abandonment or neglect. You don't say an emotionally stunted man in his thirties. <laughs> yeah, which obviously turns him into. Well, I mean, and then Sean later, when he returns in Girl Meets World, <laughs> oh, can't fucking commit to jeez. a woman. You know, like there's the whole thing with Maya's mom mm-hmm. and Sean, and he like can't commit to her. And I think they try yeah. to make that more about how like this whole thing with him and Angela, and like he never really got closure there. I feel like that's more of what they make it about. Yeah, and then she shows up and she's married. But, like, it makes plenty of sense to be like, no. Like, here we have this 13-year-old boy who was abandoned and (laughs) neglected and was brought up by a stunted 30-year-old man. Checks out. You know, like, he doesn't doesn't have any positive father figures or relationships to look up to. That's true. Besides his best friend. His best friend. So, all of it makes a lot of sense. And I feel like Sean completely discounts every relationship that he has in the future because he compares it to Topanga and Corey. 
Which, yeah. I mean, there's an he entire even, episode on he that. Does. He even makes a whole thing about comparing him and Angela. Too. Yeah. He's like, we're not them. Yeah. We're not like them. But he, like, he, he, I feel like it's, it's so black or white with him. It's, if it's not Corey and Topanga and we're not. Then it's not real. Then it's not real. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Right. He you. has issues. Well, you would have issues too. I would. I'm not saying <laughs> that I wouldn't. If you grew up in a trailer Listen, park. I grew up in a very happy, stable family, and I still have issues. So. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. I don't even know where we got here. What's uh, next? Sean tearing the uh, arms off of his jacket did not make it any better. No, it still looked like shit. It still looked terrible. The dog dialogue was surprisingly, it felt pretty cheesy and forced, but yeah. at the same time... It was written in such a way that I was still very compelled with the differences between the two boys. Yeah. It felt a little bit like a play. A little bit, yeah. Felt felt a little bit like I was watching like a scene on, in a play. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because like there was a dog off stage. Yeah, and we yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Like, I was, we like, don't see it. All these, yeah, had a lot of elements of a play. <laughs> but yeah, I was still like drawn into the dialogue even though I was like, this is very... This yeah, feels so, very on the nose. Yeah. so on the nose. So on the nose. Could have done with it being a touch more subtle. Yeah. The fact that the Matthews say that he got out of bed and left at 9, or that he, like, left around 9 p.m. the last... Corey was, like, in bed and asleep. That's true. And woke up from his sleep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it could not have been 9. No. When you were... their curfew was 9. Yeah. Curfew and going to maybe bed they are went, much different. Maybe they went to bed sooner. Just took an early night in, you know? I guess, but, like, 9? Yeah, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I that, know. I was like, well... I'm with you. Doesn't, Does, doesn't make a lot of sense. I get it. Yeah. Uh, Sean's over dramatic as fuck in this episode. I get it. Not if you want me. <laughs> it's interesting to me his choice because I think he says like, that's fine. Or some. he says something and he's like, none of you. He says something that I feel like would warrant a point out towards them. And he points at himself. I don't know if you noticed this. No, I didn't. He was like. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't do around like the me. He's like, no, you want me anyway. Like. I don't want any of you or need any of you. I don't think... It made no sense to me. Oh, okay. With his gestures, you mean? Yes. Interesting. That is He points to himself. He says, none of you want me. That's fine. He points to himself. points to himself. And then he points out to them. Yes. I don't need any of you. I don't know why he does... Why he makes that decision. Ryder, if you're listening, why (laughs) did you make that decision when you were acting? I need to know. Um, (laughs) Corey falling out the window is arguably as good to me as Sean, you're not breathing. Sorry. In the last episode. Oh, yeah. And he makes a big deal out of it. Oh, my God. That's funny. He's so funny. That was a good bet. I just love it when... Because, obviously, the show is, I would say, more centered around Corey and his life um, and Topanga and that kind of thing. But I love those moments specifically because when it's getting too much centered around Sean, they always drop something in there to just remind us, like, hey, this is who this show is really about. (laughs) Even if he drops from... The trees. Right, very literally. Literally onto the ground. That was good. Um, that was good. I'm sure you loved it. Tell me all about your feelings on the B-plot. And oh Eric God, and the SATs. So gardening. He's so and Feeny. All of his line delivery is just flawless. I mean, again, it, ta- it ties into the last episode where he's doing, he's starting his SAT prep and he's got it coming up. Some lovely it's Eric so, Feeny action, some though. Some good Eric we're, Feeny. We're really we're... continuing to build the Eric Feeny relationship mm-hmm. here. I almost, I knew better, so I knew that it wasn't the episode, but he walked out, or he walked over to Feeney's with Jason, and I was like, he's not about to do the Feeney call for the no, first time. No, it doesn't. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. We don't get it until next season. But still very, yeah, important building blocks for the next season of Eric's trying to get into college. He's trying to 
he's really trying his hardest and Feeney is kind of like trying to help him as best as he can. But yeah, I just love everything that Eric does in this episode. It's good stuff. He's so funny. I really love the scene where he comes in. He's like, no, 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 I can't, I can't. I got Feeney right in the palm of my hand or whatever. Yes. Right now. Right He's like, Eric, you still need to prune these, do these. Blah, blah. He's like, right in the, the palm, palm of my hand. hand. And he runs Walks away out. with it. He delivers it with so much. It's that like old adage about like when you're playing a character who's drunk on stage, the whole idea is to like play not drunk, you yes. know, right? Yeah. Uh, and and the idea that like he's playing this character who just so wholeheartedly believes. 100% despite it being so clear and everyone else knowing around him mm-hmm. that like no you don't no. like he's got Feeney's you he's just making you do yard work right 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 it's so so funny but uh, but he's not just making him do yard work he does help him it's true he absolutely does he helps him get his mind off the test mm-hmm. to trust himself which is good don't cram kids it's bad for you it's bullshit <laughs> <laughs> I mean standardized college board testing is bullshit it's bullshit in general yes but those were my notes, though. That was pretty much it. This episode felt... We talked a lot about it in the last one. Yeah, so, that's... I mean, it's, it all kind of goes together. It all ties together. And... We, we, you know, we could continue talking about how much Chet's like a piece of shit, but they got that last week, so... Yeah. it's a, we, we mentioned this a little while ago. At, this is one of the only, like, season finales that's, like, got a really season finale vibe to mm-hmm. it. Many others just, like, happen. Mm-hmm. Just are what are. So what should we, what should we do? Favorite episode of the season? Yeah. The Thrillin' Phila, I think, is my favorite. Oh, I just a, love the cameos. It's a very it's good funny. one. It's funny. It's kind of inconsequential, but it has that very... Topanga brings it home at the end with that very heartfelt line that's pretty famous. I think, for me, part of me, part of me wants to say by hook or by crook. Yeah. That's, that's maybe... Well, but then another part of me wants to go... That's a good Feeny one. Of course your favorite would be <laughs> Whatever. I'm also partial to the Me and Mr. Joad episode mm-hmm. with the, the walkout, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Look for the union label. Oh, there's a lot of good ones in here, though. I know. It's That's the crazy thing is we complain a lot throughout the entire <laughs> season about there are no good episodes. I can't wait to get to season three or four. It's true. And there are some good episodes. I also really like I Am Not a Crook. When they're running for class president. Yeah, that's also a good one. That's a very good one. I'm standing by the Thrillin' fellow. I think I'm going to go with I Am Not a Crook. Let us know what your favorite episode from this season yeah, was. Please Send do. us a message. Prove us wrong. You can even say what your favorite episode of our podcast, The Feeny Call, was. Oh, I guess. Sure. You could tell us that. And that'd be fun. If you want. Then we could listen to it and find out why that episode was good Mm -hmm. and these other ones are less good we've got a lot of variety in uh so now we're going to total up the season the seasonal mvp yeah um what are we looking at what did you say for your oh wait did we we didn't mvp this one not yet oh we haven't yet yeah it's mvp this episode silly 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 all right who's your mvp for this episode feeny feeny Mm -hmm. interesting tell me why because I, it was going to be Turner, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't make the right decisions in okay. this episode. And so I just have a real problem with how he handles a lot of things in this episode. And so Feeney obviously is doing a good job of subtly imparting his wisdom into Eric as he gardens. And I just love the B-plot so much in this episode. That you don't want to give it to Jason? God! <laughs> uh, he's gone. We're done. We're done. Um, interesting. Okay. 
Very interesting. You were going to say Turner, aren't you? I mean, it feels hard not to. <laughs> I'm looking for reasons to give it to somebody else. Because I don't think it's always, I don't think he's really making the, the best call. But like, it's not Sean. No. It's not Corey. No. It's not Amy. No. I don't know. Like, part of me maybe wants to kind of give it to Amy and Alan for, like, doing their best. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are. They really are doing their best. Maybe it is Feeney. You're right. Feeney really does, he's the only one that's in, kind, of, kind of infallible in Thank this episode. Thank you. Or it's kind of like when you gave it to Ubaldo in... Ubaldo? <laughs> yes. Yeah, episode man. Five. Hell yeah. Ubaldo <laughs> knew what was up. As long as we're all hanging out and we're friends, that's what matters. Oh my god. We god. have a good time wherever we go. That's what makes Ubaldo the coolest. Hell yeah, man. Big fan. Ubaldo. Ubaldo's my MVP. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Not even in this episode. <laughs> doesn't even show up. No, it does um, not count. All right. Fine, fine, fine. Part of me wants to give it to Jason just to spite you. No, but I hate Jason. No, no, no. But I, at least I don't hate Jason as much in these episodes as I do in all of the past. I he am, sucks so I much am going to give it to Turner. I'm doing it. I just, in like, in the grand scheme of things, this is your criteria, it does feel like he is our most valuable player. Okay, so Alan and Turner tied for 11. Wow. Yeah. That's between the two of us as well. That's not just for you or for me. Because we have a couple Feenies in there, but we only have like seven or eight Feenies. We have some random Corys thrown in there. There's one uh, Joey. There's one Ubaldo. There's one Cardi. Oh, yeah, there's, there's one Ubaldo. Harley. You chose Harley at one point. Is that, um, the, is that the Sister Teresa episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a couple Topangas. Uh, one, two, three, four. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> five to bang. You chose Harley at one point. <laughs> Harley is misunderstood. He is. It's true. But Turner and Allen win for eleven. They're each. both tied with eleven each. Mm-hmm. Out of a possible forty-six. Interesting. So it's twenty-three percent. Well, twenty-four percent for each of them. There we go. So they're between the two of them, almost fifty percent of the season. Wild. Interesting. Good for them, though. Interesting. They had good seasons. Should we should we release like a is there a can you is it quick enough for you to do a total for season one and two combined Ooh. and to see like who is in the current leader? I would say let's do that for the pilot pilot for well, the first the episode okay. of yeah. It's probably Alan. It probably is based on the fact that Alan has eleven from two. But you also chose Feeny a lot in season one, and we chose Feeny enough this go around as well that Feeny mm. might scrape out to be the top. It's now under Feeny thing right now. It's true. That's what this podcast is really about. It's just finding out who is the realist MVP after seven seasons. After seven, and I guarantee it's, it's going to be, be Feeny. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, There's no way that it's not. Eventually, these will become far less contested, yes. and it will very clearly be Feeny in many of them, yes. I think. But I don't know. I thought that would happen more in this season than it did. That's true. But again, Feeny is kind of taking a backseat to Turner That's true. in this, this season. This is a Turner season. Once uh, we get more Phoenix area Phoenix? Phoenix. Once we get into the Phoenix era. <laughs> Once we get more Feeny and Eric uh, together, then we'll start getting more Feeny, I think. But we didn't get a lot of that this season. Yeah, well, and I mean, next season we'll probably still have a decent amount of Turner. True. But then he gets in a bike accident then he gets... so that Feeny can really come out on top. Did Feeny crack? Did Feeny <gasps> cause his bike accident? Conspiracy! So that he Conspiracy. could be... Was he feeling pushed out of their lives and he's the one that caused the bike accident? Somebody write that fan fiction. Yes! <laughs> Where Feeney is secretly the one that caused Turner's or bike accident. Or it was accident. the reason to get Sean out of the cult. He knew that would wake him up. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> I love it. It's even darker. Oh, yes. He's like sacrificing Turner for the sake of saving John from this cult. I love dark. wildly speculating oh, about man. it. All right. So here's your prompt. This Feeny caused Turner's bike accident. And you tell us why. Go. <laughs> why, why, why? I'm so ready. Oh, my God. So Amazing. season three will pretty much sound exactly like season two, most likely. That's not true. There's so much more Topanga in season That's three. That's true. No, but I just mean in general, like, we don't have any new bits or anything coming up. At least not that I'm Oh, oh you mean like our podcast? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess we'll... Our podcast will systematically remain similar we i might do another review um not really contest but a review uh i don't know showcase if you write a review i think i might sing a song or write yeah i might write you a song we'll see how I'm don't feeling. commit too hard to that one we'll see how i'm feeling season maybe we'll three. come up with a fun new segment for season three we could do that i don't know <clears throat> We'll what come we back with the uh, We could MVP have a... Count. Well, we could maybe start adding our like least valuable players of the week. Oh, <laughs> oh that could get bloody. But that could be fun, too, because then like you just get to... like Then each of us really gets to shit on someone. That's and, like, true. Like, ruins the episode. <laughs> like, makes and bad we, decisions. we clearly have loved dunking on people. Listen, some people are just really stupid. I think our audiences have enjoyed listening to us really like talk some major shit about <laughs> this show. So maybe that's our new segment in season three. Stand by for the rules on that one. It'll yeah, be a great time. That's not a bad idea. Really. That'll be fun. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks follow for... Follow us online. Thanks for sticking around for two whole seasons. They that's know. pretty cool. We've almost been recording for a year. That's true. How neat. We're getting close to... We're, uh, we're like a week away from when we started. And with that, class dismissed. <laughs>